You're on Access to Story Radio with Trav Johnson. We're talking about faith formation, culture, and the story of God. Follow us on accesstostory.com or follow me on travjohnson.com. I've been reading a morning and evening reflection series by Charles Spurgeon, who's a renowned preacher from the middle of the 19th century. And I'm finding it's always interesting reading theological reflection from a previous era. Something um, that might be said that sounds kind of benign in a previous time is now outrageous or controversial. And his text uh, in the reading that I looked at today was from Psalm 55, 22. Let me read that from the voice translation. Cast your troubles upon the eternal. His care is unceasing. He will not allow his righteous to be shaken. And in his treatise of um, Psalm 55:22, Spurgeon calls anxiety sinful. Listen to what he writes. Anxiety makes us doubt God's loving kindness and thus our love to him grows cold we feel mistrust and this grieves the spirit of god so that our prayers become hindered a consistent example marred and our life one of self-seeking perhaps his assertion was palatable in the English Victorian era but fast forward to 2021 when we're battling a mental health epidemic labeling anxiety as sin sounds ignorant at best if not intentionally inflammatory or hurtful anxiety has layers yes worry yes feeling anxious but also anxiety disorder and also clinical depression anxiety and depression are no longer just emotional experiences, but they're clinical terms. Our federal government here in Australia has just announced a $2.3 billion increase in mental health services in the most recent budget. It's primarily to be used for treatment centres and suicide prevention. In 2018, Australia recorded eight deaths a day by suicide eight deaths a day and figures may roll off the tongue easily unless the loss is close to home a workmate a teammate a friend a family member and then there's the fear of the possibility when you observe a loved one battle with seasons of darkness intermittently punctuated with periodic episodes of hysteria And you're faced with the unthinkable possibility that there'll come a moment when they can no longer cope with living. Simplistic religious posturing on the subject toward those living with the relentless and unpredictable nature of depression and anxiety feels abhorrent. The trauma of mental health ripples out through the fabric of our society. Anxiety has affected our culture in an immeasurable way. If I was to call anxiety a sin today, I would be rightly chastised, maybe even cancelled. Yet somehow I find Spurgeon's apparent simplistic perspective compelling. I'm asking myself, how much of my reading 
of his work carries the assumption of shame being woven into his 150-year-old language. What if we dared to deconstruct our assumptions and redeem Spurgeon's language? What if we take a breath from our information-saturated existence and dare to allow for the possibility that our overcomplication is actually perpetuating an anxiety epidemic? Sin. What if this term isn't just a judgment intended to shame someone but a recognition that things aren't as they were meant to be the world around us is fractured our relationships are fractured our internal world is fractured our capacity to relate with God as person is fractured what if we're underestimating God as person That God is not an appreciator of anxiety disorder, social anxiety, phobias, panic, obsessive compulsive disorder, PTSD or borderline personality. We've allowed ourselves to believe that Jesus' words, do not worry, have neglected the degree to our problems and reduced them to an inconvenience that's easily dismissed rather than a reoccurring, oft insurmountable reality. What if God as person is more capable than we ever imagined. More trustworthy than the out-of-touch, irrelevant figment of imagination we have made God out to be. What if the care of God is more holistic than we ever imagined? What if we allowed liberal access for the love of God to infiltrate our coping strategies and our sensory tools were interconnected with spiritual practice. Is it possible that the complexity of our mental health epidemic could cause us to seek the simplicity of casting our cares upon a God who is entirely trustworthy. You're on Access to Story Radio with Trav Johnson. We're talking about faith formation, culture and the story of God. Follow us on accessstory.com or follow me on travjohnson.com.